Las Vegas is taking bigger and bigger gambles to bring in fresh tourism. We just got through F1 and we're hosting the Super Bowl in February. So should we be grateful for these visitors or are they a pain in our butts? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, I'm here with artist, podcaster, and national treasure Justin Favela, also known as Favi, and my co-host David Figler. We're going to set the rules for being a good tourist in Las Vegas. It's Wednesday, December 13th. I'm Sarah Lohman, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Justin, David, welcome to CityCast Las Vegas. I'm excited to be here. One of my favorite podcasts. Oh, stop. Yay. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> no, don't stop. Hi, Favi, a.k.a. David Figler Figgy. I'll go by Figgy sometimes, too. Great, Figgy. Figgy, Figgy. Figgy Fig. Favi Fav. <laughs> Figgy Fig. I actually like that for you. All right. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you both about this because you are both lifelong Las Vegans. And I, of course, am the new, the bright-eyed newcomer to the city. So, all right. I'm going to throw a stat at you. Las Vegas has 2.3 million residents, but 38 million tourists annually. So, what is your worst tourist encounter of all time? Okay. I worked on the strip, like my childhood, right through like <laughs> college. And I think the worst tourists were when I worked at the New York, New York roller coaster, the old Manhattan Express, and people would show up inebriated to the roller coaster. Mm. And um, we always had to rescue people from the rooftop of the New York, New York. It happened three times <gasps> when I worked there. Because they would try to get out of their restraints while they were on top <gasps> of the roof. And uh, that was terrifying because I was also afraid of heights. I'm sorry, <laughs> they, they were just us. drunk or on drugs and like escaping the roller coaster and running around on the roof? Yeah, so they wouldn't put their restraints all the way down. They would like hold their shoulders up to their ears so they had more wiggle room. So they could take pictures of themselves outside of the restraints. <gasps> and if we caught them on the cameras, we would have to go outside. <laughs> and and stop the roller coaster for hours and take them down one by one off of the roof Justin, I am of the so hotel <laughs> and you just said you're you have a, a a slight fear of heights oh my god yeah yeah i I, that, I got rid of that real quick uh going up those ladders back and forth because we had to rescue everybody one by one from the cars uh that sounds like a nightmare <laughs> justin david how about you well, you know, as a longtime criminal defense attorney, I think at one point I was going to specialize in tourists who F up in Las Vegas law because we were getting so many of them. I can't even tell you how many cases we got where people were busted for openly using drugs in nightclubs. Mm. And it's like, okay, security is going to bust you probably, even in the VIP. It happens a lot. And it, like the domino effect of what happens for not just that tourist who goes to the jail, but like if they're there with friends, they get 86 from their hotel. I mean, it is a nightmare, uh, you know, if they're there with their family. So I, I can't get that out of my head when you ask that question is like all yeah. those cases that I've done. 
So like, uh, but I mean, maybe we as Las Vegas perpetuate that, right? Like that's the invitation that we've been building since the early 2000s. What happens mm. in Vegas stays in Vegas, including you should you get arrested and have to go to trial, right? Like yeah. the first thing any visitor notices, I feel like first thing I get asked about is why are there so many billboards advertising lawyers here? And it's because people come and behave very badly. <laughs> So, you know, do you think we get particularly shitty tourists here compared to other cities? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I do think that, you know, there is no user's guide that's issued to those 38 plus million people who come here. And I think those numbers are probably understated. It just seems like mm. so many people come. Um, but uh, yeah, it would be nice to have like a little primer, like, okay, you can have so much fun. Here are the boundaries. Here's where you're coming close. Here's where you cross the line. I, I just think it's a mindset because it does offer, you know, look, we we don't bristle at the term Sin City, do we? And no. so people come here to sin and that's going to you know relate to shitty behavior. Justin, what do you think? Do they get off the plane, we need to hand them a primer on how to behave? Well, that's a little much too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Maybe yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that back a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, think, sorry, Justin? tourists. You're fine. It's kind of an understanding that that people are gonna come out here and just go buck wild. I mean, you have movies like The Hangover that are just priming people for having the wildest time, and a lot of these casinos are are advertising those experiences. Mm. So how can we tell them not? to do that yeah if that's what we're selling in the media to all these people and so it's this thing where we hate going to the strip because the tourists are wild down there but at the same time that's what's that's what's uh you're keeping food on our tables right so it's right. this balance of like being annoyed and understanding but then also some of these tourists just take it a little too far it's like okay well you know, there, there's there got to be a few rules here. You got to be considerate of other people. <laughs> OK, so sort of giving we're not going to give people a primer when they walk off the plane, but like maybe we can make some rules right now. So if you were going to someone has just arrived and you two are in charge of, of priming them for Las Vegas, um, I would love your top three rules for being a good Las Vegas tourist. Justin, what do you think? Okay, I travel a lot, and this is a personal pet peeve of mine. Uh, so maybe this is a very just a very specific rule for people around me. If you are on a plane from the Midwest to Las Vegas, from the East Coast, from Las Vegas, Texas, wherever you're coming from, you know, I understand you're excited, but some of us are just going home, <laughs> and so there's no need to there's no need to chant and clap and get wild on the plane before you get here. <laughs> What what kind of Southwest airline uh, flight attendant hate are you now dishing out, Justin Favela? No, seriously, I agree. Because they get everyone pumped. That's a Southwest thing. Oh my no, gosh! I, it's that's why I don't fly Southwest because it's like, are you doing a Type Five or are you the flight attendant? I don't understand what's Vegas are you jokes. out your open mic. Vegas jokes. I don't. Oh, Spirit has tried this too, and it's so true. I was already dreading it because I'm flying home tomorrow morning from Chicago and it's you know it's 9 a.m. flight but I've been like what kind of turnt bullshit is going to happen on this plane because every time I mean there was that flight too they had to like stop in Texas because things got too crazy in the plane mm -hmm. stop it everyone those Do stories come out so much mm -mm. yeah at least Good on point. spirit though you have to pay for the punchline so you could opt out <laughs> so that's good 
Oh my! Just but that one was free from David Figler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good one. Don't get turned on the plane. All right, David, let's jump to you. Do you've got one for us? Yeah, you gotta have some, and and I get it. I'm I'm not. I don't want to tell people how to live their life in Las Vegas, but have I don't know a designated something in your party who's like, hey, um, here's just a reality check. You need to get off the roof of New York, New York right now. <laughs> you know? Mm, like, so invite uh, one boring friend. Yeah, you gotta invite party. the one boring friend who's just gonna be like, not a Debbie Downer, but like, uh, oh, hey, everyone, that's hey enough guys. Molly. That's enough. <laughs> Maybe we should stop doing Molly, you guys. Um, reality, reality check, check Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our sorry, producer coming up with that, that one. <laughs> Yes, comment. All right. Uh, all right. I think that's really good. Um, okay. So number one, don't get turned on a plane. Number two, bring along a reality check, Rachel, to keep you on track. Uh, what else we got? Okay. I don't mind people getting too turned, you know, like that's what Vegas is for. And I understand mm-hmm. that, you know, I've worked at the Cosmo. I've worked at New York, New York. I've worked at Caesars. I've seen it all. Um, but please keep your bodily fluids to yourself in public yes Uh, please don't throw up oh my god we're tired of cleaning up if you need to go to the bathroom there's so many bathrooms just keep walking in a circle and you'll run into one in the casino any casino yes okay fabi i feel very passionately about this throw up i feel a little like sometimes things just happen life just happens right Mm -hmm. but like just because you can pee anywhere doesn't mean that you should. It doesn't rain here, y'all. It smells like pee forever. Yeah. <laughs> it's not New York. You don't need an app to figure out what bathroom you could use. Like every business, every casino has a bathroom. Like it's yeah. that easy. Multiple. Hey, it's David Figler, and one of my favorite food festivals is coming back to town. It's Vegas Unstripped over at the Palms Hotel on Saturday, May 18th. Over two dozen chefs from some of Las Vegas' most talked-about restaurants creating original, unique menu items they've never made before. Chef creativity at its best. We're talking chefs from Partage, Esther's Kitchen, Milpa, EDO, and more, including this year's James Beard Award finalist Steve Kessler from Aroma. Tickets are $150 and are all-inclusive of food and drink, so you don't have to pay for anything once you're inside. No hidden-up charges. I went last year, and it was so crowded in the best possible way. We got one remarkable dish after another, and while it was a little indulgent, here's the best part. The net proceeds go to local charities. So head on over to VegasUnstripped.com to get your tickets now. We'll see you there. Okay, David, you got another one for me? Yeah, it's like, don't be stupid. Um, and here's what I mean. When it comes to offerings, like, on the, especially on the Strip, like, I, I walk by these when I'm on the Strip, um, people who are actually playing the three-card Monty, and it's like, dude, you want to gamble? There is a regulated place, like, two inches from where you're standing, where you actually have a shot to win, you have a zero chance of winning at a three-card Monty table set up on a pedestrian bridge. Why? Why are you doing that? 
and you can get all the stuff that you want for legit purposes, like the fake weed stores. That's another one. Yeah. It's like, like it look on when you see a sign that says cannabis is not sold here. That's real. You know, if yeah. you see a sign that says prostitution is not allowed here, real, right? It, it, you know, just don't throw out your common sense, I think is probably the thing. And if you want the experience, it's available here, just obviously in the places where it belongs. I can't believe that you are trying to take money out of the hands of our scammers and sex workers, the people that give the strip its vibe, its old Vegas vibe, David. Go but to the I, strip clubs but then, I will, you know? I will say this, based, jumping off what you said, tip. Tip, 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 tip. Tip your stripper, tip your sex worker. Oh yeah, tip, uh, tip, tip. Tip the people Everyone. you're right, that you take photos with in costumes or are playing music. Like tip, like this is a money city. And so just like if you're going on a cruise ship and there's like an expected 20%, like please set that money aside because we are a service-based city. So please, please, please make sure you tip. And then I think my, I mean, other one that I've realized as we're talking is, Make a plan to get off the strip. Go downtown, right? Rent a car and like go drive Red Rock. Make a reservation. I think you will have such a nice day if you devote one day to doing something off the strip. There are so many tours too, like a kayaking tour and bus tours and walking tours, trip to the Hoover Dam that they will pick you up at your hotel. You don't even have to arrange your your, uh, transportation. Do something off the strip. That's my rule. We'll go around one more time if you got one. Justin? Well, yeah, tipping was my number one rule. So you covered Mm. that. My grandpa taught me that from a very young age. He would tip from anybody that opened a door, anybody that looked at him, Mm -hmm. he would hand him a dollar. You know, that's like very old school Vegas. Yeah, if you're coming Um, to Vegas to feel like a baller, like keep some ones and fives in your pockets and get those tips out. It'll make you look like the shit. Um, Wear wear the right shoes, people. Like it's Las Vegas. If you're going to be on the, if you're going to do the thing, if you're going to be on the strip, Oh my gosh, so many sad, tragic, broken mm. flip flop oh. moments that I've seen on the strip. Broken uh, ankle moments around. in those shoes. Oh my God. Walking around barefoot. <gasps> barefoot. Oh. Public transportation here is not. Mm-hmm. Is not suitable for for what it, what for the strip. So yeah, you're gonna have to walk a few miles every day if you do the strip. What are you talking about, Justin? We have the loop now. One Tesla at a time. It solved everything. I will say this um, in the defense of RTC. The bus line that runs up and down the strip is maybe, if not the most successful and profitable bus line in Mm. the country. Is that your next rule, David? Take the bus? No, that's not my next rule. Um, (laughs) Although you should, everyone should take the bus more. Um, My last rule and and I think that the LVCVA and the and the casinos are going to hate me for this, and maybe all Las Vegans will hate me for this because it is the economic engine. But if you are going to gamble, stick to your budget. Like figure it out ahead of time. I don't want. I don't. I I love that sweet sweet tourist money going into our coffers and the one billion plus every month that we win from these losers. I mean, that's what they are. They're losing money. They're not losers as people. They're losers as gamblers. But. Like, I don't want people diving into the college fund. I don't want people blowing their mortgage. Uh, I just don't in my heart, although I get we don't pay state taxes because they do that. But mm-hmm. yeah, stick to your budget. Don't don't go home so sad. Don't go home where your kids can't have a future. Oh, God, David. If you're a tourist listening to this and, and you don't and you're afraid to gamble mm. on the tables because you haven't done it before and you have a lower budget, you could always go downtown and practice. A lot of those downtown yes. casinos yes. have like lower bets, 
So I think El Cortez used to be like quarter roulette back in the day. So you could practice, you know? Yeah. You still find the lower minimums downtown for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And then head to the strip, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, go to the high limit places there. (laughs) Basically, if anyone who's visiting me says they want to gamble, I do exactly that, Justin. So I feel like very, uh, you know, like you're honoring my choices here. Yeah. Go downtown. That's a great place to learn. Okay. Uh, Justin, do you have any last rules? Anything else on your mind? You know, one thing that's kind of sad for me <laughs> is when there's children out, like, past midnight. Yeah. So if you bring kids to Vegas, you know, have a little compassion. <laughs> Maybe there, there's different sitter services or, like, a, yeah, bring a reliable Rachel that can watch your kid in the hotel, you know. That's that's something that uh, is always mind-boggling to, like, be out at 3 in the morning and see a family with a stroller. <laughs> Do they still have like kids quests around? Like when I was a kid, there was actually kids hotels where the kiddies could like hang while the parents go went and had fun. I remember they had one at the Hilton. Um, are, is kids quest still a thing? Does that go late night? Yeah, I think they only have them at the local casinos so that when people go cash their checks, they can drop their kids off. Yeah. Um, and of course, it's not the 80s anymore. So you just can't lock them in the hotel room and then have them escape in a circus circus. <laughs> So for the two of you, has your experience living in a tourist town made you a better tourist in other cities? It's it's probably made me a worse tourist. Oh, no. <laughs> Yo, I'm serious. Like I go to I, I work a lot in the Midwest, like I said, and I go to restaurants yeah. and I'm like, why is it taking five high minutes to bring me my coffee? I, I have very high expectations. And so anytime oh. I travel now, I have to be like, OK. I'm in the South right now. It's going to take an extra 20 minutes for everything. Just, you know, d- take it easy. Don't get upset because I'm, I'm used to that. And my whole family's in the service industry. And so we've just been taught to hustle our whole lives here. Mm. And then when you go to a town, shout out to Denver. I recently went to Denver and I'm like, what is happening? Are, is everybody here zombies? Like, I'm just trying to get some Chipotle. Why is it taking so long? <laughs> I used to get so upset I get, or like, and even, you know what else? Even like when people are nice, to, too nice to me and want to talk to me, I'm like, what is this? Mr. Rogers neighborhood. I'm just trying to get on my flight. Like I remember oh the, T- the TSA in Minneapolis was so nice, but I was like, oh my gosh, please, please stop asking me questions. I'm just trying to get through. <laughs> Justin, you're actually making me feel so much better because when I go to the South, like the South, even Kentucky, with the, which it joins with my home state of Ohio, I am really like, can we just move this along? Like I thought I was going to knife somebody in a Starbucks because the, the stranger buying coffee and the stranger behind the, the register were talking about the weather so long i thought i was gonna have to murder someone or i was just gonna perish in line right there just turn to bones um but it's it's service city justin you're right we're built on efficiency there's no there's not rude here but we are efficient what do you think david i think it's made me a better tourist if if nothing else they look at me like why are you tipping so much you know and i'm like that's our way it really is ingrained in the system you know in our systems in our dna my dad was a dealer you know he relied on those tips and so um that i think i bring to other places you know one interesting thing that makes me maybe a better tourist i like to think so is if i do use an airbnb interstate which i you know sometimes sparingly but you have to because it is such a big thing here. And as a local, like, 
I have my thoughts about it, Mm -hmm. that I do my research to make sure that like it's in a neighborhood that welcomes it or that it's done in uh, in a way that is respectful to the neighbors and the neighborhood, et cetera. And we do a lot of research and we'll turn down a good value Airbnb if it doesn't meet those criteria. And I think that that's just been my experience living in a town where tourists come into neighborhoods and behave badly and shitty, mm-hmm. that I don't want to be that person in another place, but also want to make sure that I'm being respectful across the board to the neighbors who may have their doubts about Airbnbs in those places. So yeah, that's, that's my thing. Respect and patience. Mm-hmm. I will have to say that I do think I am a I am a better hotel guest because of mm-hmm. Las Vegas. Uh, because mm-hmm. shout out to my tia Lulu, who's the maid at, Go- at Golden Nugget. Um, because I know how much those people work, those housekeepers mm-hmm. work. And so yeah. when I stay at a hotel... If I'm only there a couple of days, I don't need them to come in in between. Uh, you know, I leave my towels in the same place. I try to make it as easy for them to clean up the room and I leave exactly. a big fat tip for mm-hmm. them. And they're all like David said, they're always shocked when you tip them. And I've had to teach a few friends that aren't from tourist towns to treat the people at hotels differently because they work so hard for and, and, and you know, don't really get paid what they deserve. And we just know that here in Vegas, you know, like next time you're in a tourist city, just think of Justin's Tia and David's dad and remember to tip. Thank you so much, David and Justin. Thanks for coming on. That was fun. Thank you for having me. today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoy the show, send it to three friends who have a love-hate relationship with tourists in Vegas. Don't forget to subscribe to our amazing morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. Barefoot on the strip always freaks me out. I'm I'm just like You're our hospitals get are gonna get on your feet. Yeah, our hospitals are gonna get uh, a lot of business for tetanus shots.